This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Felicita. It's Diane. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Diane. Good morning. Going on mute. Okay. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Felicita. This time, Sam. Happy Wednesday. Have a blessed day, beautiful. Thank you so much. Good morning, kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Eva. Yes, he does. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. On Friday? Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. I just want to make sure you said that your cousin passed away? Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry, Sister Yvonne. Okay, we'll be lifting you guys up. Hey, you're so welcome. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. God bless you. God bless you as well. Good morning, valuable. It's Moxie. Good morning, Moxie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Ready to get some of this wisdom? I'm already. I'm like, I'm really feeling this some of y'all today. She ready. She ready. Amen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. 
Good morning. What's that? Dee Dee, I heard. That was Dee Dee and Rochelle. She always trying to copy me. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> I love y'all. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to both of you. I love you guys. Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Good morning. This is Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. This is Rita. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning, Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Valuable. Can I add um, a couple people to the prayer request? Yes. Um, so baby Spencer. Okay. And his mom Lauren and Dad Sean. They um have been diagnosed with COVID, and um, Spencer is in the hospital. He's only like a month old. Okay. So baby Spencer is is in the hospital. And mom's name is Lauren. And can you repeat dad's name for me, please? Sean. Sean. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We definitely will be lifting them up in prayer. Yeah. Also valuable for um, another good morning come. Um, I would like to um, a prayer request for my brother-in-law. Um, okay. And he's sick right now. We, uh, we, we, I don't know if he got tested or not, so I don't want to say COVID. But, yeah, he's not feeling well. Okay, and can you repeat your brother's name for me, Ramona? His name was Juan Lindsay. Lindsay, thank you so much. Okay. Okay, we'll be praying for healing for him. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Hey, Valacita. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Christina. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, Christina. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us during the month of January where our new monthly theme is entitled Planting, focusing on the importance of planting our words, influence and action according to the word and will of God so we can and will be plants after his own kind. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. 
We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on the biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Sister Yvonne, and she's asking for prayer for her family as her cousin has passed away. The funeral will be on Friday. Rochelle is asking for prayer for baby Spencer, mom Lauren, and dad Sean. They all have COVID. Baby Spencer is one month old, and he's in the hospital. Ramona is asking for prayer for her brother, Ron Lindsay. She's asking for healing for his body. So let's keep all of them lifted up in prayer. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion, and then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is Genesis chapter 1, verse 12. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed after their kind, and trees bearing fruit with seed in them after their kind. And God saw that it was good. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah, Father. We bless your name this morning. We greet you with a smile of gratitude and thanksgiving for simply waking us up to see the dawning of a brand new day. God, we thank you for watching over us last night. We thank you for bringing us well over into this new year. We thank you because we have the testimony that millions didn't make it, but we were one of the ones that did. So, Father, we just pause and just stop and be grateful for all that you've done, for all that you are, for all that you will be. We thank you that by faith, we recognize that you will never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you for just how amazing that you've been, Lord. Most of us talk about 2019, 2020, and 2021 as years that we survived, but the truth is we were never in danger of not surviving because you hold this entire world in the palm of your hand. So we sit in your sovereignty this morning. We sit in your greatness this morning. We sit in your majesty, and we look and we say that all that is happening does not preclude us from worshiping you as great and mighty. Father, we bless your name on this morning. Before we ask you for anything, we take inventory of everything that you've done, and we simply say thank you. For your goodness and your mercy, thank you. 
for your loving kindness, thank you. For your grace, thank you. For your protection and provision, thank you. For your vision, thank you. For inspiration, we say thank you. For how you blessed our hands, not only to war, but to work, we say thank you. For how you've given us witty ideas and inventions that carried us through a pandemic that caused financial repercussions and ripples, we say thank you because we've never missed a meal. We say thank you. We're still housed. We still have clothes. We still have forms of transportation. We say thank you. We have not mourned the loss of our child, and we say thank you. You brought us all safely over into this new year. Some of us have aches. We have pains. We have coughs. We have sneezes, but we are still alive to say thank you because we recognize that had it not been for the Lord who was on our side, had it not been for your mercy that never runs out, we would be like a ship without a sail, just tossed and driven. So for that, we say thank you. Thank you for being our anchor. Thank you for being our safe place. Thank you for hollowing out a place of safety. Even in your shadow, we say thank you. Thank you for withholding from us that which we deserve. Thank you for your blood that was shed on Calvary Cross. That is still working miracles today. For that, we say thank you. Even as we sit in contemplation of the prayer request that will be read, we say thank you in advance because we stand in expectation of you doing what only you can do, and that's to show up and be God. However you please, we thank you that you are omnipresent. You're everywhere at the same time. We thank you that you are all seeing, all knowing, all wise. God, we say thank you. I thank you this morning because the government rests on your shoulders and you literally have the entire world in the palm of your hand. I say thank you. Hallelujah. I say thank you. On behalf of my brothers and sisters that are on the line right now, you touched them with your finger of love this morning and you gave them the opportunity to open their eyes and to meet us here on this prayer line. And for that, we say thank you. As we sit in expectation of a new year, some of us are making dream boards, vision boards, and some of us are writing out lists. Father, we thank you that our time is in your hands. We thank you that we're planted in your will. We thank you that your work is some water, some plant, but it is you that gives the increase. So on this morning, as we contemplate being rooted and grounded in you, we thank you for the increase that is to come. We thank you for the territory that will be enlarged over the year. We thank you for the spiritual growth and maturity that's going to take form and take shape and that will manifest in our lives. We thank you for how we will not only grow, but how we will be the blessing that someone else needs, how we will be a representation, an extension of you. Father, we thank you that this year will be more of you and less of us. We thank you that the work that you're doing in us, not only will it be completed, but Father, it will not be in vain. So we thank you this morning that we are inspired and encouraged to continue to keep going because we realize that we will win if we don't quit. So Father, we lift up the prayer request that was spoken today, knowing that you already knew them before they were even spoken because you know our thoughts are far off. So Father, we speak them more so for us than we do for you, but we stand in solidarity of faith that your will will be done as it is in heaven, so be it here on earth. We lift up 
Yvonne and, and Mona and the loss of their cousin. We ask that you would be with the family during this time of bereavement, God, that you will comfort like only you can. Even on Friday, as they make preparations, Father, we ask that every detail be met, every need be covered, and that the family will lack nothing. We thank you in advance for peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we lift up baby Spencer and his parents, Lauren and Sean. Father, as they fight COVID, we lift up baby Spencer specifically, God, even as he's in the hospital, we ask that you would touch his one-month-old immune system and that you would give him the tenacity and the strength to fight. Father, we ask that everyone that's attending to him minister to him as if they were angels of the Most High. We thank you in advance, not only for his complete healing, but we thank you for his testimony. God, we thank you that you are a healer and a great physician that has never lost a patient or a case. So we thank you in advance for what you're doing, even in that family. Father, we lift up Ron Lindsay, and we ask that you would have your way even in his body, that you would bring comfort and healing, ease of symptoms. Father, we thank you in advance, even for his testimony. Father, there's no sickness that is too small that we can't say that this is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. Father, we lift, I lift up every prayer request that was not spoken this morning. Those that didn't get a chance to speak it or those that just didn't even have the words to formulate it. Father, I ask that you would do what only you can do. And that's to be God in the lives of your children. Father, I lift up the children that are represented on this line. Those that are minors, underage, infants, and those that are adults. Father, we lift our children up to you. We thank you in advance for that for this year that you will draw them closer to you. Father, I pray for us as parents that we will be confident to get out of the way, even as it relates to our children, so that you can have direct access to them. Father, I'm praying that you will not only keep them protected, but that you will grow them up in you as well. Father, they watched us. They continue to watch us, but God, I'm praying that you will plant them so that they have their own relationship. They have their own testimony. Father, we thank you for what you've done, even in their lives and how you continue to be a fence of protection, keeping them from hurt, harm, and danger. Father, we pray for increase over their lives. We pray for mental stability. We come against addictions of any kind. Father, we thank you that they will have sound minds, that they will have relationship with you, that they will come to know you as Lord and as Savior. We come against everything that this culture represents that is negative and that is counter to you, Father. We say that we claim that they are yours simply because they are ours. And so we lift them up. We give them back to you and we declare that they will be holy, they will be a part of the priesthood, and that they too will declare that you are God. So, Father, we lift up those that are in hospitals, those that are suffering in nursing homes, those that are isolated and alone. Father, we lift up those that are touched by this new variant. God, we thank you that your will is still being done in the earth. Father, we thank you that we don't question you. We don't give in to conspiracy theories. We realize that you are in control. This pandemic did not catch you by surprise. The fact that it is still going going did not catch you by surprise. We recognize that you are in control. And anything that is under your control is never out of control. So we rest safely in that, that you are knowledgeable and that you are in control. Father, we lift up those 
even across the Bay Area that was affected by the senseless killings yesterday. That young woman that was murdered by her ex-boyfriend, I lifted her family, her parents, her significant other, all of those that were touched by that senseless loss. Father, we lift up the sheriff's recruit who was murdered on 580 yesterday as he left class. Father, we lift up this world to you. It is sin sick, but God, you are in control. We thank you for protection. Every time we get in the car and we put that seatbelt on, God, we just thank you for how you take us safely from destination to destination, keeping us from danger seen and unseen, from flying bullets and from mayhem and from foolishness that we don't even know it's around us. God, you are so merciful. Thank you for your angels that encamp round about us daily. So, Father, as we get ready to take our phones off of you, we do so with a sense of joy and enthusiasm. We do so with gratitude as we remember that if you did it before, you will do it again because you are the same God. So, God, we lift up our prayer requests with confidence, knowing that you hear us when we pray. We take our phones off of you that we worship you today. Yes. We worship your majesty. We worship your name. Yes. Because your name yes. alone yes. is great. Yes. Yes. Thank you for Thank you. 
in every bathroom. Thank you for being in every kitchen, in every living room. Thank you for being with all of us at the same time. Thank you for binding us together, not only as believers, but as family. We count each other amongst the blessings that you give us. And so we thank you for fellowship on today. We thank you for camaraderie. We thank you for strength in numbers. Hallelujah. As we get ready to hear from your vessel this morning, we lift Dion up. Please meet your phone. Hallelujah. We lift her up as she gets ready to stand and to declare with thus saith the Lord. Father, we ask that you would make her tongue the pen of the ready writer, anoint her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Thank you for the, what you're doing in the lives of her family and in her children. We thank you for her year of jubilee. We thank you for the reset and the expansion that's happening all at the same time. Thank you for your daughter and for the lives that she continues to bless. And we ask that you will pour back into her all that she pours out to your people. And one more time, as we double check our phone to make sure that we're on you. Father, we thank you for being with us today. There's still some movement. That means there's still at least a phone that's not on you. Star six, if you don't have a standard mute button, please. Thank you. So Dion, we transfer the call into your hand. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Grace, if you're speaking, we can't hear you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name, God. Hallelujah. As we sit in expectation of what you're going to do, we thank you, even for this space, to sit in your presence. Hallelujah. Bless your wonderful name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we're waiting, if one of our admin could Check in with Dion to make sure she's okay this morning. That would be awesome. Father, we bless your name today. Thank you, Jesus. We ask that you would help us set the intention of the day. Even as we prepare to go out into the marketplace, we ask that you would help us set the intention of the day. Give us to be mindful, to consider you in all that we say, in all that we do. Give us to be mindful Hallelujah, to give our actions to you. Hallelujah, to give our words to you, even as we interact with people. We bless you today. Hallelujah. We surrender our will in exchange for yours. We surrender our bodies for your use. We surrender. Hallelujah, our words for your use. Let everything that we do. Hallelujah, be shaped and framed with ministry purposes in mind. We thank you for kingdom work and kingdom expansion. We thank you, God. Hallelujah, we thank you. We thank you for the lives that we will 
impact today for the kingdom. Hallelujah. We thank you for souls that we will impact today for the kingdom. We thank you for those that will be encouraged simply because they have an encounter with us today for the kingdom. We bless your name today for the kingdom. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. We bless you. So as we place our phones on mute, hallelujah, in anticipation of what God is going to say, speak to our hearts and our minds. In the name of Jesus, we ask to call you in your home. Great. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday, happy first Wednesday of 2022. Good morning, everyone, and I am super grateful for yet another opportunity. Pardon my delay. It's been a very long night, but I understand exactly why um, there is absolutely a word uh, from the Lord. I'm excited. I'm excited about what this year will bring. I'm excited about um, what God is doing. And uh, we we have a reason to be celebratory in this hour. I'm, I'm super excited about um, the approaching day or the approaching moment of the, the book release, which is uh, on the 7th. Um, that is this coming Friday. So I'm very grateful for um, everyone that is a part of the project. Um, and I, I want to encourage you all to support each author. Um, definitely support uh, concerning the, the full lexicon, which is everything compiled. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But I wanted to tell everyone congratulations. Thank you. And I know that God is pleased. We are talking about being planted. Uh, and all six of those books are fruit. So I'm, I'm very, very thankful, very humbled and appreciative that God would trust me with such a thing. Um, I want to, uh, today's teaching is going to be a thinking teach. It means that um, I want to impart some things. Um, I want to um, expound upon some things, but I want you to lean in. Um, I, w I want you to lean in. And I'm only, I don't, I never really say that. Yesterday, Elizabeth set a tone that made us responsible uh, for our lives. Monday, Christina uh, jump started us. But I, I didn't really understand why the Lord gave me the scripture in particular that He gave me. Um, I, I would have assumed that He would have given me the, the parable of the sowers <laughs> or something of that nature. Um, but instead, he is God, and I, I trust him. I trust his process, and I trust his plan. Um, but we're going to do a little bit of, of word hopping today. So if you can, go ahead and grab your, uh, grab something to write with, certainly. Get your tools in your hand. We're talking about planted. We're talking about planted, and I want you um, to... to just prepare yourself to use your imagination this morning. Amen. 
Amen. Um, if I were to, to coin this or to key it, um, I, I would call it uh, walking trees. Walking trees is what I would call this. Uh, that's how I would approach this. And uh, I promise I'll make it make sense. Again, walking walking trees. Um, as I began to to research and when the Lord had given me the theme, um, what I understand about this whole declare victory, victory room, uh, lexicon, uh, volumes of the book is the Lord has established a thing. It has absolutely nothing to do with anything other than uh, us being willing vessels. I, I made a decision to obey. And what we know, if we don't know anything else, is this call uh, functions completely without me. If I'm not, if I don't show up, that's not my business, but what needs to happen still happens with or without me. That's how you know a thing is planted. That's how you know something has roots. Um, and so I began to study uh, the life cycle of a tree and I had no idea there were 60,065 different tree species, 60,065 kinds of trees. Somebody needs to mute their phone for us. And so um, I, if, if you know anything about me, um, I, I, I always want to know how, why, what. And so I began to study the, um, the root system. And so I want to share with you um, this morning and make sure that, uh, that you understand how a root system is actually cultivated. So this is going to be a little bit, a little bit different, um, just as it relates to teaching. So let me give you um, tree roots 101. I guess my my version, and I promise I'll give you scripture to support it. Um, so the growth of any tree, all sixty thousand sixty five. They all have the same uh, type system. And um, what I can't say for sure is if in that 60, 65, uh, 60,065 trees, shrubs were included. Um, I am inclined to believe that that's a possibility. But <clears throat> either way it goes, root systems operate the same way. Um, the only difference is the depth, be it shrub or be it standard tree, right? So the growth of a tree root is all about being in search of nutrients, trying to find support for the canopy of a tree, which is just the, the top, the thing that provides shade, the thing that gives room and space for uh, rest, the thing that blocks the sun. It, trees have uh, the ability to be insulation. We're still talking about planted. My theme is walking trees. Um, 
if either one of those missions fail, the tree is much more likely to die, right? So large trees have uh, a very significant root structure, a significant substructure. Uh, there are primal roots, uh, primary roots, I'm sorry, parental roots, secondary roots that grow in waves as the canopy or the top, the thing that provides shade grows, right? So we've all heard of perma roots, right? The first root to grow of the primary root is called a tap root, right? And as it emerges, it, it begins to germinate from the place of the seed of any tree. The perma, the the tap root. So that's that's that what's in there, right? The tap root continues to grow as the tree itself matures. Not all trees grow deep tap roots. Remember that, right? Especially if adequate nutrients are um, are not found to sustain it. Some trees don't grow strong tap roots. Um, don't grow deep tap roots. Now, get this. There is uh, a record of a single type of tree, and it, it happens to be uh, a, a form of a fig tree who, and that you can only find them in three places, Transylvania, um, South Africa, and there's one more place, but this this particular tree happens to be a fig tree. Big that. <laughs> whose roots have at one point been recorded going as deep as 400 feet into the earth. Can you imagine that? 400 feet deep in rooting? And, and wouldn't it be uh, something that this is the only recorded tree with a taproot that has a root system that has 400 foot worth of depth in the earth and the very tree that God cursed at the root. So I want you to wrap your mind around that in that um, this is the same type of tree that God opened his mouth and spoke and the tree died with the capacity to grow a taproot in excess of three plus hundred feet deep, that he could speak to the depths of the earth in that type of mass and produce a fig tree being absolutely eliminated overnight to the degree that it startled the disciples. I just want you to have that in mind. Remember today, I said, I want you to use your imagination. I want you to go with me because some of these things may some of these things are going to help you understand um, some of the struggles that you have in existing today. We're talking about planting, and my theme is walking trees, right? I promise I'll get to scripture, but I want you to understand this root system first. <clears throat> and so first we had that of the taproot, right? Um, next, we have 
hold on two seconds. Next, we have what's called the oblique roots or heart roots, right? Heart roots grow from the base of the trunk and may be visible there. You may see them on, you know, some trees, especially, uh, and I'll use this as an example, uh, as, a, as a young woman. I had no idea that one day I'd be 50 <laughs> and um, that one day I'd have the audacity to study why he said what he said. I, I, being a young woman and early in my faith, the Lord told me that I was a cedar of Lebanon. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> when in fact it is not. But with a cedar of Lebanon, oftentimes you will see a very massive root system on or above ground, right? Um, and it looks like the functionality of our um, cardiovascular system. It looks like uh, our the, the function of how our hemoglobin system is connected. If you ever have a moment, I dare you uh, to expound upon understanding what our systems look like. Uh, had no idea that cancer uh, would make me understand that some things we should know about our system. Amen. All right. Um, they are primary roots, which grow multiple secondary roots in search of water, living water, freeing water, water that is the spirit in search of, now we're just talking about regular old trees, but I need you to catch it, right? Um, so here are uh, those beginning parts. Now, again, first we have the taproot. Second, we have the obedience bleak root or the heart root. Third, we have lateral roots, uh, which are untapped. They're rope-like roots that, again, have outward form and are a network to support the oblique or the heart root in growth. These are the roots that are most common in a, an abundance of species. Um, they also grow down. So now not all roots grow down. Some grow down, some grow out, some grow over, right? So now then we have lateral roots. Lateral roots are, uh, I'm sorry. Then we have uh, sinker roots. Sinker roots are much, much smaller, and they grow straight down from the lateral roots system. So the lateral root system may grow at a 45 degree angle. Then here these sinker roots grow at a 90 degree angle and they um, they again help to support and find the nutrients in uh, the dirt. Some species of tree like weeping willows or eastern, eastern cottonwoods or golden bamboo trees have very aggressive lateral root systems. They produce a high volume of these roots. <clears throat> um, and then we have secondary roots or fine roots. Those are the roots that when we are transplanting something, those are the ones that, that die off quickly. And if unfortunately 
the, the plant itself is not transplanted properly, those are the roots. Those are the ones that grow out, up, down. They, they grow any and every direction. Each one of these different systems all producing separate results, right? They all have a different responsibility. They are responsible for different types of nutrients. They are responsible for different types of feeding um, to ensure that not only the tree is sustained, but then there's this particular root system is designed to protect the primary roots, to protect uh, things like the heart root, or to protect things like uh, the sinker root. Those, the, the, the secondary roots or the fine roots are designed to protect all of the massive roots, those are the ones that die off frequently and recreate themselves. But for the most part, root systems, which is why you can't just snatch a tree out of the ground and put it somewhere else and expect it to thrive, if damage is done in the system that is created to bring nutrients to the tree itself and to fill the canopy and to um, extend or expand the branches, when those things are damaged, um, it creates damage for anything having to do with the tree, the leaves, the bark, the fruit, the rings, all of it, right? It is all um, another one of those things that proves how real God is. Another one of those things that blows my mind about the reality that God designed all of this. He, 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 only a true and living and all wise and all knowing and all seeing God could conclude such a thing, right? So, so now that you kind of know how the root systems work, and I know I'm going to go a little bit over time today, but I promise uh, if you let me, it's going to bless you. All right, now that we know um, the, the, the power of a root system and we recognize that some roots can go in excess of up to 400 feet down in the ground. If, if six feet two is the average height, imagine that. Um, it, it means that a tree that is to grow and to flourish and to produce what it is capable of, you'd absolutely want to know what kind of tree am I? Lord, what kind of tree am I? The reality is, is that if you don't have space for the tree roots um, to grow adequately, you will always be fighting root systems and poten potential damage to not just the tree, anything that's around it. That means it, so tree root systems have the power, have the ability and the authority according to the decree of the Lord as they were established in the earth. They have authority to damage any place that doesn't have the capacity to house them. Tree roots will actually grow through rocks, hard substances. Tree roots have been given permission by God uh, to operate in an authority in the earth physically to get whatever they need <laughs> by any means necessary. 
today as you go forward. You're going to hear my voice going forward concerning walking through a parking lot and seeing a disrupted parking lot, pulling up in your driveway and seeing a disrupted uh, sidewalk because the tree was uh, intended to be in a place where it could flourish, but you had a bright idea uh, that you would plant it there, maybe the homeowner before you, or maybe the property rental owner had this bright idea that they wanted a certain amount of shade, and you'll notice that things are disrupted that irrigation systems are damaged and um, there, there are moments and times where, uh, what are those things called? Oh, your septic tank is interrupted by the intrusiveness of a tree. We're talking about planting. And my title today is Walking Trees. Um, we, we, we now know that uh, roots systems absolutely need uh, water. Did you know that God is so wise that there is this thing, uh, let me see, what did, what did they call it? Uh, the invisible drift line. <laughs> did you know God was so smart? You know, we we think about the dew that falls on the ground. We we think about how that uh, if the dew wasn't on the ground, the, the worms would never be able to leave from uh, the ground as he is providing food for the sparrows of the air. And he is watering the grass of the field and the, the lily of the field. And, and then we worry about how we're going to eat and what we're going to wear. But God is so bad. Honey, he's so sharp. The trees gather dew on their limbs for the distance so that even in a drought, they can water themselves from the dew that drips from their leaves. And, and this morning, I, I want you to know that we are all called a form of a tree planted in God's beautiful garden, we we have been associated with uh, a trees multiple times over and over again. And if you remember, uh, before uh, probably about two weeks ago, I shared a story of me standing in my backyard finding a live limb, not understanding what it meant, and and I couldn't find the story, so y'all know I had to go back and locate it. Right, just for your own reading. Uh, it is Job, the 14th chapter, 7th through the 9th verse, where it talks about the dead tree, that uh, uh, the tree that's been cut down, that it's going it, it's gonna grow. If it can find what it needs, if it can get to water, if it can get to a place of where it can find the necessary nutrients, oh, it's going to grow, baby. I don't care how many times it's been uh, chopped down. I don't care how tattered it is. If where there is a root. There is yet life. I want y'all to get excited about that. I, I know that there are folks on the call and you like, okay, it's 2022 and the black eyed peas ain't kicked in just yet. Uh, I need you to understand that this place of being planted here uh, with this declare victory idea, with this hope for and the, the, the realization of a place called Victory City where Everybody experiences the victory of the Lord. This is uh, water. Hallelujah. So now let me let me go to scripture before y'all 
Y'all say I ain't talk. Um, let me let me go to scripture. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so I'm I'm going to now now get this again. I want you to use your sanctified imagination. Our our anchor scripture is Jeremiah. Um, that's Jeremiah. I believe it's seventeen. Yeah, seventeen, seven, and eight. I'm gonna read that, but then I'm a I'm a whisk on over to, um. Yeah, and I'm still gonna do it, and and y'all gotta bear with me for a sec, okay? Cause cause I need you to hear it. I, I'm I'll leave I'll leave Jeremiah. I'll teach specifically from there, my next time. But let's read this scripture really quick. And he cometh to Bethsaida. And they bring a blind man unto him. Now I'm reading this in the King James Version. This is, I'm sorry, this is Mark the 8th chapter, the 22nd verse. My apologies. And if I have a moment, I'll read the Jeremiah and I'll, I'll tie the two in. Um, as a matter of fact, Rochelle, grab that for me. Oh, you might be taking the baby to school. Somebody grab Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8 for me. Um, Mom, as a matter of fact, will you do that for me? I'm going to have you read that in just a moment. So we're in Mark, the 8th chapter, the 22nd verse. And he cometh to Bethsaida, or uh, Bethesda, whatever you'd like to call it. We've heard about the pool of Bethesda, which is uh, on the riverbank of the Jordan. It's a place in Galilee, right? And they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. And I'm going to read it in the message because I want you to get it. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. Did you hear that? He took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town, which means he moved him out of familiar space. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And the man said, and he looked up and said, listen, 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 I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him on his way, saying, neither go into the town. Remember, he took him by his hand, took him out of the familiar place. Don't go back in the town or tell anybody that this just happened. Now, let me read it for you in the message version for those of you um We'll make it a little bit hood because I need you to get it. I need you to get that uh, this this pool of Bethesda, this place of Bethesda, this this location, right, is someplace that God frequented. Guess what it was? It was a city of fishing. It was a city of hunting. It was it was it was where uh, three of the disciples, I believe, Paul, Andrew, and and one more. I'll I'll tell you in a second. But listen. Uh, it was it was where that was a frequent happening. There was something about that location uh, that was good for uh, plucking. It was good for pulling. And notice that it was a fishing place. It was uh, considered a massive fishing hole. It meant lots and lots of water was there. But it was also called a place of Negev or desert. Get that. All right, let me read it to you again, March 8, 22. It says, they arrived at Bethesda or Bethsaida, however you want to say it. Some people brought some people 
Now, mind you, this man laid at the pool. He had nobody to bring him do nothing. He had no family. He had no friends. Wasn't nobody sudden getting him to the place of change. Some people brought a sightless man, not a blind man, a sightless man, and begged Jesus to give him a healing touch. Taking him by the hand, he led him out of the village. He put spit in the man's eye, laid his hands on him and asked, do you see anything? He looked up and he said, I see men. They look like walking trees. So Jesus laid his hand on his eyes again and the man looked hard. And then he realized that he had recovered perfect sight saw everything bright in 2020 focus, Jesus sent him straight home telling him, listen, don't enter the village. Don't go back where you came from. I, I want to pose a question for you to think about, and we can talk about it on the other side of us greeting and hosting. I, I, I want to say, have you ever seen a walking tree? I believe I have. I think we live amongst walking trees right now. Damn, what are you talking about? Could it be? Uh, see, because why would, why would Jesus have to revisit <clears throat> the miracle? Before he ever lifted his hand, before he ever spat in his hand, it was already done. Why would Jesus have to touch him a second time uh, in order for him to get what we consider clarity? Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, see, the, the reality is, and this is my sanctified imagination, I, I, I can't imagine in my mind, listen, because it said that his sight was restored in the authorized version, which is King James, which means that he had been able to see once upon a time, which is probably why he had peoples, not people, peoples, uh, people who cared enough to be like blood. Let me run you over here to Jesus and make sure that you have access to the healing that you need. We heard that he's here. We understood that 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 he can get you where you need to be, but we got to get you from here to there. Uh, they moved him from the pool. Right and, and if you look at the history of the text, or as Lizzie would say, the historicity of the text, what you'll note is that uh, we always have to be mindful of topography, which just means the location that, that we visit, the places that we visit. Um, and here in Bethesda, Jesus had already moved around. Why would he have to touch his eyes a second time? He didn't. Could it be if we use our sanctified imagination, and I'm not God, and I'm not, I don't declare myself to be a massive theologian, but could it be that he, because I, I wouldn't having had sight for the last 49 years, if, if even you, you know, I lost my sight temporarily, I wouldn't open my eyes and compare people to walking trees. Trees are massive uh, things. They're, they're not small. They're not menial. What made him see trees what 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 made him see trees walking trees he had never seen a tree walk before why that definition why that description why that explanation could it be that maybe he saw things how god sees us sometimes 
as walking trees. Like you're supposed to be planted. He created you to be planted. But, but old boy saw trees marching. Trees not supposed to march. <laughs> They're supposed to be planted. How did he, if, if somebody asked you what you see, keeping in mind that trees are made with canopies. Have you ever seen a person with a canopy? You ever seen a person uh, with a large top? You ever seen a person physically in this day, in this age, in this era that's, that's 20 feet tall? I, I just wonder what made him say he saw trees walking. I want to ask you a question, and and I promise I'll expound on the other side. We'll go a little deeper. We'll grab a little bit more scripture. And yes, this is my very first share of 2022. And I I want to ask you, do you have a taproot? Some taproots only grow as deep as three feet. And then when a strong wind comes, it blows it loose. Have you ever planted anything and notice that it only grows on the surface and that no matter uh, how many times you water it because it's not taking root it just won't cotton pick and grow ever been in a place where you see where the roots have been disrupted or distracted or frustrated in a pot. And the next thing you know, you see all of those, uh, that fourth layer of uh, roots starting to brown and die off. Uh, and and you, you recognize that it, it's not going to take root. Have you ever tried to plant something over an old root system? I tried it one time, my entire garden failed. It wasn't in the soil. It was the fact that the, the roots were still there from something else that couldn't grow on top of what already was. Amen. And I, 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 I am excited about, Susie, don't text me again. Stop that. Um, I'm excited about us moving from a place of walking trees, walking trees to being planted. Do you know how many pastors are walking trees? You know how many praise praise and worship leaders are walking trees? You know how many ushers are walking trees? The root system is completely disheveled, completely disrupted, completely out of tack. How many basic believers, I say Christians, are walking trees? We, we have to ask Holy Spirit, have to ask Jesus. For that second touch, it was the second touch that that gave action at at, at seeing things differently. But I, I have a feeling I, I know if I don't know anything else, Jesus would never have to touch anybody a second time to do anything. It, it's one of the only records of a, a second touch. <laughs> I was like, huh. 
and th- this is this is just me, and we can we can talk about it a little bit later. I believe he saw the right thing the first time. I believe he saw the right thing the first time. But the beautiful thing is that because of that second touch in his life, because Jesus was gracious enough to allow him to see something extraordinary, people that had been walking trees for years now had permission to be planted because they saw the miracle that happened with him. Because, of course, you know, anytime Jesus told them, don't go back and show yourself, don't go tell nobody, they go straight to see, they go straight to where he said, don't go, uh, to be a witness for the kingdom. Now, his testimony isn't in this particular chapter. I'm sure it may be in others. Uh, but he, I'm sure he went and did what everybody else did when uh, the man's ankles were healed. They ran into the synagogue with his mat on his back, creating an issue for Jesus in that moment, an hour, because it was a Sabbath day. Uh, when when the man was healed at the pool of the Bethesda in the earlier times. So I I want us this morning. The title of my share this morning uh, was walking trees. We're talking about planted, uh, and today we talked about the root system of a tree, because I believe that the root system, if God would design, it means that who we are, what we are, can go as far deep, considering um, and contingent upon what you are called to do in the earth, your root system is extremely important. I want to know if you're growing where you are planted, right? Are you planted or are you a walking tree? Are you a walking tree? Is there? Are you reaching? Because roots, all they do is they reach for water. They reach for things that will nourish them. They reach for things that will enrich their lives. They reach for things that will produce good fruit. The roots, the root of who they are is intended to go deep and wide. It needs enough space to grow. It can't grow in a potted place. It has to grow from a place of nourishment, root systems. What does your root system look like? Are you planted or are you just sitting on the surface? How far will you go to get what it is that you need? How close are you to water, which means spending time in the presence of the Holy Spirit? How close are you to getting the the nutrients and the nurturing that you need? And then we'll talk about on the other side too, some of the things that we were robbed of uh, because of the ploys and the tricks of the enemy that are now in need of being replenished. The beautiful thing about root systems is they replace themselves, right? Once the taproot is destroyed, which is, uh, it still has, as, as long as there's something left, it still has the ability to grow back. I want you to know uh, that you still got action at growing. You still have possibilities of rooting. You still have uh, a chance at uh, being a stable tree as opposed to a walking one. Uh, If I see a a tree walking, um, uh, if I catch a tree walking, it's it's probably going to be a problem. (laughs) Amen. Listen, um, I'm I'm past my time. Uh, I want to say good morning. And and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it. But I, I just want to ask if you are this morning, 
Are you walking trees <laughs> with no roots nowhere? Nothing feeding anything that you are? Or are you planted? I declare and I decree the decrees of the Lord this morning that I'm a tree planted by living water that it don't matter if there's a drought or a famine, I'm going to live and produce lush green leaves and sweet fruit. That's my prayer for you this morning. This may, uh, this is an opportunity for those that may have joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get to say good morning. Uh, I want you to do so right this second. Great morning. Happy Good Wednesday. morning, Dion. Happy New Year's, pretty Patrice. Good morning, pretty. Happy New good Year. Morning. Good morning, Dion. Uh, happy New Year's. It's Jubilant Juliet. Hi, Jubilant. Your sound is good this morning. I like it. Thank you. Good morning, Dion. Happy New Year, Miss D. Hey, good morning. Happy New Year. You sound great, too. Great. Good morning, Dion. It's me, Mary. Hey, me, Mary. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy New Year, and God bless you. Happy New Year. God bless you also. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. It's Monica. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy New Year. I am a tree. I am planted. Amen. 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 Good morning, Pammy. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Dion. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. This is Patsy. Hey, Patsy, good morning. And then I think I heard Leisha. I didn't hear good morning. Thank you, so I might be wrong. Tracy. Oh, hey, Trace, good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. This is Stephanie. Hey, Thank you for the declaration. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. You funny. (laughs) Good morning. morning. This is Shara. Happy New Year. Hey, Shara. Good morning. Happy New Year to you, too. Take good morning, Dion. It's persistent. Happy New Year. And yes, I am a tree planted. And since it's just one of me, one of a kind, it's unique, exquisite, juicy, <laughs> genuine fruit. Come on. <laughs> yes, I <I'm> hear me now. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Got it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Anybody hey. else? Hey, DHL. And then one of my favorite movies, I Am Grouped, if you're a garden at a galaxy. No, he's a walking tree. <laughs> a walking tree. I don't want to be no walking tree. That scared me. <laughs> hey, man. Thank you, Shell. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Good morning. Great morning, darling. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. 
family is magnificent, and I want to be a tree planted with some juicy. <laughs> yes, honey, I need good fruit in this thing. Good Amen. morning, Dion. Um, hey, good morning. And I am a tree planted by the water. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Great declaration. Good morning, Dion. Great decoration. Thank you so much. Amen. Good morning. Happy New Year to you, Mother. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Hey. Happy hey. New Year to you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Oh, hey. Good morning. This is Gloria. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, guys. Happy, happy Wednesday and happy New Year. Hey, Gloria. Gloria. Hey, happy New Year. Hey, happy New Year. Year. You know, now this it might be inappropriate because I don't know all the words to this song, but this song keeps going. Around. You know, the song it was with old school, Juicy Fruit. Yes, that's what, that's what that's what Morgan was singing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's what magnificent. Gloria, I know you did not. Do, okay. Okay, not my suit. Okay, I'm going to mute. Hey, Dee, that was that was amazing. <laughs> Hi, Dee. Great mind, glorious. Yes, yes, honey. I think y'all be a petty in the thread this morning. I think y'all is. Anyway, anybody else want to say good morning before we go into love, life, and victory? And just so you, let me let me say this real quick before we start talking. In the morning, what we've decided to do, because it's helpful to maintain the continuity of the call, is we know who's going to speak. We mute everybody else. It's not personal. It's it's process. That's all. Just just so y'all know, it's not necessarily that you did anything. It's just it's easier to do that and unmute everybody once whoever sharing finishes than it is to keep having to mute people. So as soon as you jump on the line, if we're in a um, in a sharing mode and we've come out of corporate prayer or praise so that you don't have to, you know, be wondering if you did something to be muted, we, we, muted, we mute on purpose because it cuts way, way, way back on the noise. That's all. So that being said, we are now um, moving into the Love, Life, and Victory discussion. Anybody have anything? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. As I was listening to your declaration this morning, God was walking me through uh, different places that he has planted me in. I received the nutrients and the watering, and I experienced growth, you know, uh, back in 1977, I, uh, you know, 17 years of age, he, he planted me uh, at Apostolic Revival Center under uh, Reverend Smith, and where I began to receive the nutrients 
and growth uh, in his word. And and, and then uh, he, you know, years later, he planted me in, 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 in you know, this 12-step process that I've been in, you know, for over, over the, the next uh, 31 years. I, mm. and, and I received watering and nurturing and I received growth and and, and then about uh, 27 years later, he, not later, but the, for the past 27 years, I, I've been planted uh, and asked for a gospel mm. uh, under Bishop Bob Jackson, where I receive, con- continue to receive the nutrients and the nurturing and the watering, and I experience growth. And, and then about seven years ago, oh, hallelujah, glory to your name, he planted me, hallelujah, on Declare Victory prayer line, hallelujah, where I continue to receive the nutrients and the nurturing and the watering, and I experience growth. So (laughs) he said to me, he said, Jeff, I could pluck you up and replant you and start you over. You know how they, you know, you know, I'm not a farmer or nothing, but I've seen where they, you know, dug up the roots of trees and they, they, planted them somewhere else and they had this big old croaker sack around the bottom of the roots protecting the roots and and they replanted them and the tree continued to grow and thrive and and produce hallelujah and this is all what god was was showing me as you was giving out your declaration this morning he took me through my process. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank hallelujah. you, Lord God. Glory mm-hmm. to your name. Mm-hmm. God bless you all this morning. God bless you right on back. God bless you right on back. Great share this morning, Brother Jeff. Amen. Hey, hey good morning, sir. So I have to jump in real quick before I get Yvonne um, together. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Hey. Oh, let me tell you something. You know what? I love your cute. I love eating your cute. Your cute is so good. I know every time I'm getting something, it's going to be juicy. It's going to be good. It's going to be nurturing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to receive. I just love your cute. But this declaration, I mean, when I tell you, oh, my God, I was writing so much. No, I'm about to go back because I don't put uh, you know, the, the, the little of the uh, roots, but just the understanding of how you was, the visual, how I was imagining the roots and the deep and, and all that, you know, it was just so good. I got to listen to it again. But I just had to get on real quick before I get Yvonne together said, that was such, this was such a great start um, to the new year of understanding the um of, of the planted and, and the root system and it was just so good, just so good. I'm, I love, I love your feet, but I love, I love a lot of y'all feet. We get some good feet here, Claire Victory. I love you guys. Love you too, babe. Thank you for sharing, and I'm, I'm appreciative that you guys are using the descriptive terms of I could see it. Um, sometimes for for me. Um, it's, it's kind of like that Habakkuk 2, and to write the vision, make it plain, so they that read it may run 
though it tarry, it shall speak and not lie. Wait on it. I am an extremely kinesthetic learner. I need the visual aesthetics of a thing to understand. And if you know anything about me, um, Jane, if you're on the call, you, you know what I mean. I've always been peculiar. I, I had questions. And so it, it put me in situations where people was looking at me like I was crazy. You can't just tell me anything. <laughs> I'm going to need to see what you're talking about. I'm, I'm going to need to see. And for my lifespan, and especially for my walk as uh, a, a, a originally a Christian, as now a believer, as a walker in the way, I understand that people need to be walked through things. They need to see a visual. And so God gifted me with a Tanya Nadine Alexander, whose life mirrored a consecrated life, a set-aside life, a, a part of life where I could see that not only could it be done, but it could be done gracefully. And then it made me responsible um, for being able to mirror that those pieces, right? And so there were certain things with dealing with people that I'm sure that I mirrored for Tanya, right? Because of the nature of what I'm called to that that Paul type that 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 type of I become all things to all men that I might gain one. Everybody has. Um, keep in mind that I said there are sixty thousand sixty five tree species, and there are billions of people in the earth. All of us have some sort of a root system. You just have to ask yourself: Are you planted, or are you a walking tree? Anybody else before I go forward? Good morning, Deanna Smith D. Wow. Hey, Good morning. Man, I love trees. I love trees. Um, you do. You hear me? You do. Ooh. You take pictures of them and yeah. everything. All the time. And I look <laughs> at them when I see them. I see uh, sometimes how the leaves cover up all the gnarly places of a tree, but how beautiful it is when the leaves fall and the gnarly places are revealed. I saw a tree a couple of years ago when I was walking and it was hollow inside. I had passed by it several times, but that one particular day I stopped to take a look and what the Lord spoke to me about was the root system, how sometimes things hollow or you hollow, the tree hollows, but the root system is so deep and the nutrients that it needs still sustains the tree where the leaves will still produce. And I was like, okay, God, because it's at times I feel hollow but the root system is deeply planted and grounded and stretching forth out to the nutrients that are needed. And I thank God for planting me at a, in a home where God was brought into my life at a very young age. And just listening this morning brought back a lot of memories about the tree, the strong sturdiness of the tree, the bend of the tree, the rustling of the leaves when the wind hits the tree, the sound that the tree sends out and vibrates through life. It's just amazing. Thank you for your share, the visuals that I have, and the excitement that I'm feeling as a planted tree. Mm, glory to God. Hey, Dion, Michelle. Um, hey. Great share. Amazing share, actually. And as you um, were sharing all, I can just get the vision of a tree, you know, just starting at the trunk and down to the roots. When I say walking tree, the roots are walking. They, they're constantly growing and stretching and moving around like you talked about, you know, lifting up the cement. It just brings back so many um, 
you know, visions of walking down the street and tripping over the sidewalk and like, why would they do that? And just looking at how the ground comes up um, around a tree and you're like, why is the ground kind of because the roots are start starting to, you know, grow and move and get it. Uh, need more capacity and then associating it with your picture that you post for um, the introduction of the declares. Oh my God, the red, the roots. It's just so amazing. It's just my imagination right now is just like pow. So Grace Share um, received a lot this morning and love you. Amen. Love you too. Good morning, this, Diamond and Abraham. Good morning, Sunroof Tops. Hey, so you took me there, and it reminded me of our our day one when he created us, and you said root system. Our root system is within and how it's layer upon layer, our nervous system, our circulatory system, and how how our nerve endings are and how our blood circulatory system is. And you said um, even though in the tree that it'll die off, but it'll grow back, and Mm -hmm. how... It, and we regenerate every morning when we get up. Our cells, they die off, but they're regenerating. We get new ones every day. Mm-hmm. That's God. Mm-hmm. He restores mm-hmm. us every day. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He says, and in the beginning it says, oh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> That's all I could see and how he was talking to me. when you And I could see everything he was saying about the root system. And our root system is within us. We have our own root system and the seeds that he has planted within us. So the seeds that we have, they're regenerated. We have the nutrients and the nourishments within us and how he talks with us and he walks with us. This was awesome. This was, ooh, I'm walking in, walking, pacing within my house so excited because when you said root system, I can't stop now. It's nothing but push and go forward. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Planting by the river of water. Amen. Uh, I, I, I um, thank you, Sonia, for that share, and I, I agree 110. Um, percent I believe I heard uh, Minister Geraldine. I may have been wrong. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Dion. This is pretty. Thank you so much for your declaration this morning. Um, I was put in the mind of um, the Garden of Eden when he said that you could have and eat freely of every tree except the tree in the midst of the garden. That's where my visual went. And then you talked about the sap on the ground and, and the worms and and my daughter and my grandson and I yesterday um, went for a walk down First Street in Benicia, and there was this little store, and it had all these, all these plants, and they were inside of different logs, and it was so beautiful how it was orchestrated, um, and I thought about how many people that I, um, that we baptized this past year. And I thought about how many students that I taught um, this past year through foundation and 
um, how planted and rooted and grounded that I am and have been um, since coming to just amazing the way you laid that out and, and fed us this morning. So thank you, woman of God. And I tried to call you yesterday. I don't know if you got my message, but I, I wanted to apologize for um, uh, misconceiving what you sent me because that that, that was not my intention. Um, I really didn't understand, but I do now. So thank mm-hmm. you. And we'll talk. I love you. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you called me yesterday, but okay, we'll talk. All right. Okay. Good morning. It's Krishonda. Hey. Hey. Um, great chair this morning, uh, Professor. I feel like I'm in graduate school. That, that was definitely neat this morning. And something that Rochelle said um, reminded me of um, one time I, I bought this little raggedy um, ficus tree off of offer up when I moved into my place. I didn't have anything and I wanted a ficus tree, but I didn't want to spend all the money. And it was raggedy. And um, I went to my aunt's house and hers was big and flourishing and mine was just kind of like a puny thing. I started nursing it back, watering it, and it was growing. And then I noticed that the leaves were not getting that big. And I kept, like, kind of, like you talked about the roots, kind of shaking stuff off, um, giving it some nutrients. And it, um, it still, you know, it was still, like, shiny and growing, but, um, but not flourishing. And the leaves weren't getting big. And I could just hear the Lord say it's because, um, like Michelle was talking about the ground, how the, um, sidewalk comes up because they didn't anticipate because the basket that it was in, the pot that it was in was too small. And so in order for it to flourish, it needs to move. So um, not only are the roots planted, but it's got to be planted in the uh, right area, like you said, to go seeking out the water because it can't grow, it can't flourish because it's in a pot too small. And sometimes mm-hmm. we're in places too small. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm going on mute. God bless you. Love you. <laughs> that that's a, that was a great story, Krishanda, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that. My mother and I just had this conversation the other day. Once, um, I, I don't know if she wants it to. Mama, you want to tell it? You want to tell the story? Because that was exactly what your dream was. You could tell it. So we we were having this conversation, and and I want to I want to give you guys a visual yet again. I want you to in your sanctified imagination picture this a cypress tree in a field of cypress trees planted in its pot, right? It does not change that it's still a cypress tree. But can you imagine planting something in a pot? Now, I I didn't get it the same way that my mom got it. Um, But what I got was that it had the potential, the possibility, the capability of growing as tall, as wide, and as um, rich and fulfilling as the others did, but not if it doesn't have room to grow, if it doesn't have the necessary parcel to be enriched, if it can't access new soil. Every type of tree needs a different type of soil. All of those 
60,000, 65 tree species. Some of them grow in climates that are hot and moist where the, the dirt is muddy and that's necessary. It needs those nutrients from the slime in the mud. Some of them require dry, clay-type, uh, firm soil. Some of them require loose, airy, irrigated soil. And, and these are the questions that we began to ask God uh, about where we should be planted. When you choose a ministry to, to be a member of, to, to literally be in covenant with, you have to make sure it's the soil that's necessary for you. If you are prophetic and you go to, and this is not being funny, this is not, I'm not high side, I'm not isolated. See, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know the nature of my gifting as a young woman. I just knew I needed God and couldn't live without him. I just knew that I wanted to understand the God that I couldn't see. And I didn't have people that were willing to instruct me because they were so steeped in tradition. But if you are of a prophetic nature, if you're a dreamer, you can't go to a Baptist church, chances are, because they're not talking about none of that. They're not interested in your prophecies. They're not interested in if you have an apostolic mantle. They don't, that's not what they're doing, right? We ain't. We're not talking about speaking in tongues or um, you'll hear about the Holy Spirit, but you ain't going to talk about the indwelling or the second filling. You're not going to hear a lot about that because most times um, that's that's not what they've been steeped in. That's not what the soil is. If you know for a fact that you have a um, a ministry of helps, now see a Baptist church, now they might be, you might be, by the time it's over, be mean as hell. Uh, by the time you spend some time with these ushers, <laughs> I'm just, listen, listen, listen. Y'all know me. I'm me. On Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, at 3 o'clock and at 5 o'clock, I'm still going to be me. There are certain things I couldn't learn in the soil that I was in with regard to this this tree planted in a pot. If you are not planted properly, your potential for growth is extremely limited. You may grow, but the reality is you may never produce fruit where you're growing. You may meet Jesus completely empty. For my mother and her dream in the pot, the tree turned white because of starvation. If you can't get to the nutrients that are necessary, um, and, and this has everything to do, people that are here on Declare Victory, especially people that have been here for a long time, you can absolutely take. Um, my very direct responses, or you wouldn't be here. You can absolutely take that if something is off, I'm going to say something, but it's not because I'm trying to make you shame or anything. We, we're trying to grow. We're trying not to be um, disconnected from the vine. We're trying to get to purpose and promise. We are trying to flourish. We're trying to produce things in drought seasons, in dry seasons, in, in seasons of um, extreme heat. I don't care what vicinity I'm in. I want to be productive for the kingdom. I want to be productive for uh, people that are in the way, people that are becoming believers, moving out of just standard traditional, all right, whatever the preacher said, no ma'am, no ham, no turkey, and no spam. I'm not, that's not, that's not something that I'm willing to do. And where you are planted makes the difference. 
right? We are called to be salt and light. It is our responsibility to make people thirst. What does that mean, Dion? It means that sometimes even as simple as a Facebook post, you can ask a question that'll make somebody want to read what the word of God, what the decrees of the Lord are for their lives. Did y'all know that? I had a conversation so productive yesterday. It sent me into a study space that uh, had me rocking and reeling the entirety of the day. One day I'm going to share it with y'all. Any questions, comments, commentary? I'm talking a lot. Go ahead. Good morning. Hi, Pastor Dion. <clears throat> I heard Pam and I heard one more person. Who who else was that? Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Pam, then Cynthia. Okay, uh, Pastor Dion, I was just going to say that what I kept getting from your uh, share was really, 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 really good. I know it's one I'm going to just listen to because I'm one of those people who likes to ask questions too and why and how and why did Jesus tell him the man, when he um, covered his eyes and the man saw walking trees after he, um, you know, the second time he said, don't tell anyone. But what I wanted to share is what um, is in my spirit now is um, it just um, it just reminded me that a lot of times because that root system takes a while to, to strengthen and grow before you even see the tree, um, the root system is gathering um, roots and strengthening itself and um, how it grows and everything that it just reminded me that even though I might not see something I'm uh, I don't want to be I will not be weary and well-doing if I don't see the growth um, it's not like that God has God has me planted is what I want to say and I thank God that even when I might get a little frustrated in my walk or things aren't happening the way I want to be seen that's when God I I believe that it's strengthening me at the root so that when the, the storms of life comes, I continue to stay planted. So I just thank God for your word, and um, Happy New Year again. Amen. Amen. Happy New Year to you, too. And I'm excited about your growth. You've grown so cotton-picking much. Go ahead, Cynthia. Uh, <clears throat> I just wanted to say I enjoyed your teaching i matter of fact i enjoyed all three of the teaching they were all in the same i enjoyed it and um understood it everything and when you were saying um and when you were speaking on it and when you were saying you for us to get it i mean everything just was coming all so i just wanted to say i i enjoyed your teaching and um I'm growing and um, I'm planted by the rivers of water. And um, thank you very much. Amen. 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 Anybody else? Thank you for sharing, Cynthia. Anybody else? Praise God. Um, you about to say something? Yes, no? Amen. Um, today is our Wait While We Wait Wednesday. Um, it is the the first fast of the year. Now, I'm I'm going to say this, of course, who who's going to fast is, who isn't, is not, and that is completely up to you. But let me let me help you understand that fasting is a, a command. It's 
it's part of one of the multiple decrees that we get as believers that is designed to provoke growth in you. It is really important um, that we do the necessary things to develop a healthy appetite for the things of the kingdom. Fasting is one of those things, right? And um, for for folks that have not um, been successful at doing it, I just want to encourage you to keep trying, right? Keep on um, making the, the necessary attempts to get in his presence. And maybe you may not last until five o'clock. Maybe you only last until three. Maybe you, you can't do it and just drink water. Maybe do it and don't do sweets and dairy and meat and things of that nature. But ask the Lord to give you the capacity to grow more this year um, than you ever have in an effort to become who God says you are. Um, it is It is really, really, really important that we gain the self-control and the discipline necessary to become everything God has already spoken over our lives. It is important because without it, the fruit um, that is necessary for eat, yes, this as soon as I'm done, sure, um, that's necessary for people to eat from your tree. You have fruit that somebody needs. It's not just me or the other folks that teach on the call. I'm not no better than any of you. This is all our process. Amen. And so I want to encourage you today. And maybe you you ate something already this morning. My encourage you could start right this second. And and for the first year of 2022, we just meet back here at 5 p.m. For a couple minutes. It's not like we have a full call or anything. But I would encourage you to start creating the type of bonds that keep you accountable on another level so that you can see the type of production that heaven has for you in this season. I believe this is going to be a year of supernatural productivity, that there's going to be an increase and an influx of more that you've never seen before. But you have to be willing to do the work. You can no longer exist being a walking tree. You've got to be planted. You've got to get to the nutrients that you need in order to produce a kingdom type of lifestyle. There may be a word that God wants to get to somebody through you, but if you're unprepared, if you're under-equipped, if you're not reading the word of God, if you don't know how to interpretate, uh, interpretate, interpret the scriptures, if you don't know the topography or the history of something, it's hard to help somebody when you are unclear yourself. I promise you, um, fasting may not make you stop sinning. It, it doesn't do that. That's all our, the seed of our will. But let me tell you what it does do. It cuts back the flesh so that you can begin to see how God sees you. And that's all we need in order to get to the next level of this thing. So I just want to encourage somebody. Um, try it. I promise um, as time goes on, you will absolutely positively thank me later. Amen.
Amen. All right, go ahead, Sissy. Hey, good morning, everybody, and happy new year to you. My first time greeting you all year, and I'm so privileged. Two things came to mind um, while Dion was sharing about the fasting as we're preparing to end the call. Number one, um, when I began a fasted lifestyle, so I live a fasted lifestyle. Fasting is a part of um, uh, my my walk. It's a part of my journey. So when I started, probably, like I said, about 40 years ago, when I would fast, I would get nauseated. Nothing was wrong with me, healthy. Every single time that I fasted, this happened like, I don't know, maybe two or three weeks in a row. And I remember talking to my mom about it. I mean, to the degree that one day I had to leave work. I was so, I was so nauseated. Um, and I remember talking to my mom about it and we, we went through the regular, did, you know, or you might be pregnant, you did this, da, 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 nothing. And so she said, Tanya, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes the enemy will use things like that to distract us. So the next time that you fast, as long as you know there's nothing, just try to press through it. And I did it. And then I, and I recognized, oh my God, he's the self enemy. I don't know which one it was, was trying to play me. It, it might've been me, you know, my body rejecting the fact that, or uh, protesting because I wasn't eating. So um, sometimes we experience little things that um, make us think, oh, I've got to eat or I'm going to die. You're not, you're, you're not. The body is designed so that it can equip us for days. For, for weeks without eating food. You need some water, but you can go day, you can go weeks without eating food. Will you get weak? Yes. Um, your body detoxes and all that stuff. That's part of the, that's part of the body's um, way of detoxing because we have toxins in our body. Even if you eat healthy, you have toxins in your body based upon what we breathe, um, the different scents in the air, all kinds of stuff. I won't get into that. That's the one thing. The second thing was that I remembered, um, so Dion was saying, oh, you might have already eaten something already. I remember it was early in the morning. I was at work, and one of my friends, uh, one of the leaders in the church was like, oh, you know, I really think we should fast today, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God, I already, I think I drank some tea or eaten a bagel or something already. And I was like, do you think that's okay? And he was, and he was like, yes, the Lord knows your heart. This was a, a spare-of-the-moment thing, so don't let that stop you. But the last thing that I will say is, all of us have the capacity to fast. All of us do. If the doctor told you, Miss or Mr. So-and-so, you need to, um, we're going to do some blood work and you're going to have to do a fasting test, nothing to eat after 12 midnight. And you can't see that you cannot get into the lab until four o'clock in the afternoon. We would all do it. It, it, you know, we might complain about it or whatever, but we would all do it. And so it's not to shame anybody. It's to help you to press into what will be a blessing for you. Now, I don't like to fast. I absolutely do not. At especially all. when I get assigned to go on a consecration. So what I mean by consecration is an extended fast. And I fast the old school way. I don't eat anything, depending on what fast I'm doing. But, you know, I don't eat anything. I have some water. I might have some tea. Um, but I also fast from, in addition to that, I fast from things, entertainment, social media. Well, I ain't on social media that much anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Television, secular music, secular books. Uh, my time, I use that time to get connected to the Lord. I use that time to silence myself so that I'm open to hear from God. Fasting is healthy for us. It's proven medically, scientifically that fasting is healthy. So you'll make the decision that you make. I just want to encourage those people that are on the fence. Now, last disclaimer, 
If you are on medication that requires you to eat before you take your medication, we are not advocating that you don't take your medication. We're not advocating that um, you do not follow your doctor's orders. We're not doing any of that. I'm talking about the healthy people that just like to eat because we're greedy. And I'm keeping up. That's me. I'm, you know, just being greedy, just want to eat. And the hunger pains that we have that come up when it's a certain time, you know, we eat at a regular time. And so our body reminds us, hey, it's time to eat. Okay, so that's it. I just want to encourage you to press past the minor stuff so you can get to the major things. Amen. Um, Archer Circle tonight, for those that are interested, keep in mind it is on Zoom. It is not on the phone. Same phone number. Just jump on Zoom and Gloria will let you in the room. Same call phone number. Um, that is for those that want to um, build their separate root systems. Amen. Amen. Their separate root systems. Um, it is uh, led by Gloria Hicks Greganius, and um, it will be a blessing to your life. Uh, and that's all I have. Otherwise, we'll meet right back here at 5 p.m. today. Uh, Lady Diane or Rochelle or both or whichever lead that phone call. And it's just us connecting, saying that we are agreeing with what God is doing in our lives. So I'm extremely excited about what um, is to be held. Some changes will start to take place on the call as God continues to give me these downloads, some, some new things that he is requiring that we implement just so that our roots can become more stable so that we can get to uh, the next layer of the deep that is necessary for us to be everything that he called us to be so that our lives won't be that of walking trees. I don't want to be a walking tree. I want some stability. Amen. Amen. Um, I love Mr. you all. Yes, Brother Jeff. I didn't get a chance to mention, um, or well, to ask for prayer for Anita Richmond. She's dealing with kidney failure. Mm -hmm. And if, 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 you know, during the course of the day, if we could remember to lift up uh, her name, Anita Richmond. She's dealing with kidney failure and some other health issues. I told her mother that I would, we would be praying for her on, on the prayer line. And her mother's name is Audrey. She had to leave uh, the United States and go be with her daughter in, in uh, Mexico. Mm, and okay. Anita and get healthy. Yeah. yeah, Anita Richmond. And Audrey is the mom, yeah. Yes. All right, I got it. Okay, thank you. Amen, no problems, no problems. All right, guys, with that being said, I pray that you go and you grow in love, um, that you grow richly in the things of the kingdom and that your roots be deep and that they be wide, that you are planted where you need to be planted in an effort to grow, that you would know without a shadow of a doubt that God desires that you bear much fruit in and out of season. I'm excited about your future. I'm excited about your growth and development. But more importantly, I'm excited about the lives that you will impact in this season because you are no longer walking trees, but planted in the things of the kingdom. I love you, but I promise 
God loves you the most. I will hear you guys at 5 p.m. If not, we'll hear you tomorrow. Amen. Have a good day, everyone. Amen. Have a blessed day. 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 Have a good day, everyone. See you at Have a good day.
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another.